What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Tuesday Track Talk, episode number 14, featuring your Three Stones pit crew. I'm Cam. I'm your tire changer. I'm Kellen. I'm your jack man. And I am also Cameron. I'm the gas man. And just like any other week, we got a jam-packed, fantastic episode ahead of you. Two big topics we're going to cover today. One, we're going to cover anything and everything with the Gateway Dirt Nationals that happened this past weekend. And then our featured off-season topic of the week, Trivia Night with the Three Stones Pit Crew, which a little bit of discussion beforehand. I think we're going to throw everybody for a little bit of a loop tonight. So before we dive too deep into that, got to ask the age-old question, what's going on in your guys' world? You know, not not too much. Just kind of getting ready for a little break with Christmas. I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Again, same same deal as Thanksgiving. Good meal, hanging out with family. Yep. Um, just kind of kicking your feet back for an extra day or two. So, yeah, just getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, same here. Coming off of a good weekend of dirt racing at the Dome. Um, that was pretty awesome. So, coming off of that, pretty relaxing weekend. Just chilling out, watching racing, and then uh, – yeah, looking forward to this weekend. Just a few short break. Uh, I still enjoy Christmas, but, man, it kind of sucks not being 17 or in college again. Like, you're so used <laughs> to, like, going home for Christmas, and it's like in high school, oh, you get a week and a half break. In college, yep. you get a month off. And now in getting old, it's like, all right, well, you got the debate. Our, the debate in our office was, do you want – this Friday off the 22nd or do you want the 26th off? And I'm like, well, I don't want the 25th. I don't want the 22nd off because that means then I have to drive and travel on Christmas day. And it's like, yeah. So anyways, I know that's getting old and and getting a full-time job and growing up shit kind of sucks, but (laughs) yep. I know that's what I got to end up doing. I have to go back home, come back here on Monday night after Christmas and my dad is actually home too. I was at, I was in green Bay this past weekend for one side of the family. Dad was home for that. Uh, he's, he is flying back to New York on Christmas. Oof. Yeah. Give it, he's going to Syracuse, so he's not going to JFK, but he's still got to travel on Friday. And it's like, or on Monday, it's like, just no, thank you. Yeah, absolutely not. So, um, so I yeah I, I missed out on Friday's race because of that, but it was good. I was it was good to see everybody from that side of the family, and uh, yeah, good to see everybody again this weekend. Dad will be at home for the other side of the family as well, so we'll get to see him for quite a bit too. Um, you know, on the not on the racing side of things, <laughs> excuse me, because you know it's got to always wrap into that, and we finally had a couple of schedules come out up here for some of the Midwest racing between. Uh, the ASA Midwest Tour and the Live for Five Series, so pretty much bulks up a lot of my weekends that were kind of in question for for race weekends. So we're getting very very close to having a full schedule for racing for next year and kind of jumping into our 2024 schedule. We have 784 races on the schedule right now. <laughs> yeah, still. Uh... Still waiting on Tundra, which I looked at their website today and it said below the 2024 at a counter, and I did the math and it was New Year's Day. So 
Sure. Um, we have some intel on that, but we'll save that until they announce it. Um, I but, think the only other one, and I, was there another? I thought there was another ASA because I think Southern Super Series, yeah, Southern Super Series announced theirs. Oh, we're waiting for CRA. Yep, we're waiting on them. But yeah, otherwise, schedules schedules filling up, getting a lot of a lot of stuff on here, and that's when you get that and you go. How many miles in a week do I want to put on? I should really keep track of that. I should get a little notebook for There's the There's a couple weekends. Like, we were just talking about this before we hopped on. That weekend leading up to, like, the USA Nationals at Cedar Lake, like, the weekend before is the Prairie Dirt Classic. So, you could go down there. Yep. And Tuesday, the World All LA Models are at Wilmot. Then they come up here for the USA Nationals, like, the following Tuesday is the Gander 250 for yep. the ASA Midwest Tour, or what was considered the Dixieland. Yep. That's another one. That's over at Kakana. Like, it's I packed. Mean, I mean, we're kind of getting our list together of, like, races that we might want to go to, too. And it's like, we could we could legit have, you know, two, three of us at three different, two, three different races mm-hmm. at any given point. For sure. What was the other one? There was one. When the world all oh, world outlaw late models are at Mississippi Thunder Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday's the Joe Shear for the Midwest Tour at Madison. If you want to make that haul, oh sure. Like yeah, I mean the amount of like we should go see this one. And then you look at it, and it's like logistically, it's an absolute nightmare. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good a good problem to have. It that it is. Problem to have, but it just all the big ones we want to hit. They're like, oh, it's they bought up to each other, or oh, they're on the same weekend. It's just like, yep. all right, can we catch a break? Right again, a lot of miles, and I probably shouldn't keep track of the dollar amount, but that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> the miles no. for sure. I think I'm going to keep track of that just to see what I kind of put it on here. I think it'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, no, a lot, and a lot the number of races. Yeah. For sure, I think this year now. Now that I kind of got this figured out, this year I'm going to keep track of the, the number of races, literally date, location, event, series. Keep track yep. of it, just so I know when I go back next October, you can say events, series, all the different. Yep. Things see back. what see what the year the year that was. Yeah, for sure. Type of thing. Absolutely. Well, should we jump into the old Gateway Dirt Nationals? I think so. Because I think it was a very eventful, very uh, fun, and just a very Gateway Dirt Nationals type of weekend. So I guess uh, where do you want to start? I mean. I think I think where you start even is how different the tracks were the first, the first two nights from what they were kind of on the finale. That first night it slicked off and it was smooth. Yeah. So um, it was interesting to see that because we're just so used to the dome being so rough and bouncy and guys are going through the holes. Um, but to see it slick off like that and let guys try to find speed, that was I thought that was pretty cool to watch. Um, I know some guys had their opinions on that. Um, yeah. But it was interesting to have the track have a little different feel. No, and I think that touching on that point, uh, 
if anybody didn't see, uh, we did go live on Thursday night, just did a little watch along and we're chatting it up on it. Um, and Kellen, you made the comment on Thursday night. You're like, I'm just surprised at how well this track is holding up and it's slicked off and it's pretty smooth. And I'm like, we're only in night one and <laughs> you get to Saturday night. And as Bobby Pierce said, it's rough as fuck. They got what they wanted. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just an evolution of the track, and um, not only that, but holy smokes, did we take care of some fence down there, too? Oh my um, god, between <laughs> fences and cameras, wow! Um, a lot of, lot of smashed up race car, um, a lot of smashed up race cars, a lot of sheet metal, um, and then, yeah, I think. Just the, just the racing in general, I would have to say, um, for the most part, was clean um, and good racing. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, that was another one of those events where it's like, if you haven't been watching it or you don't watch it, it's like, yeah, you've been missing out. So, um, even first time, first time I've really followed it three nights through and being able to watch all three nights and some big names not making the show. Um, I mean, there was just a bunch of storylines coming through there. And then I had to bring it back again this week. Hey. Five. <laughs> yep. Look at um, you guys go. Isn't that cute? I had to bring <laughs> it back for him. Um, yeah, you had to. God damn it. I should have wore my, my Hoffman once be that he won on, on, Thursday night. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was another thing. I mean, you had some, not that Hoffman was, you know, um, you, you, he wasn't on the list as far as like guys you would expect to win prelims going into it. Correct. And I think that was another, um, the other side of the coin of, Hey, we had some big names, not make the show. Um, but yep. then you also had some names that you had, you looked at and you looked at the entry list and you're like, yeah, thanks for showing up. Um, that we're in the show and ran well. Yep. Uh, so I don't know that, that event was, yeah, that was a great way to end, uh, the 2023 racing. So I um, was, uh, definitely happy that Hoffman made it in on Thursday night. I mean, that was definitely my entertainment. I know you guys were, poking me on during during <laughs> hot laps and qualifying like there's no way this has got to be che- he's got to be blatantly cheating on something <laughs> I, was, I was and i was that was another thing i not that it was you know whatever uh, not not that it is much but it's like i will say one thing like that i really did appreciate about the dome is and i don't know if that was you know promoters you know there's rumor or rumors of like you know uh, Jason Fager and the Carson Hosevar and some guys on social media saying the dome promotes stuff like this to happen, to do stuff on like this on the track. Um, but the flip side of that is I will say the dome does bring out, does a good job bringing these race car drivers like personality and their character. Oh, like it brings it out. And that is one thing I will say um, after the dome, like I think I became a fan of some, some new drivers um, and Nick Hoffman being one of them was just, just good to see him up there. And yeah. then listen to all these guys and 
their interviews, it's like, how can you not be a fan of some of these guys? Tanner English um, and the Purple Cobra paint scheme. Yeah. And Gundaker and yeah. That killer wow. stash. The other thing to talk about is, Kellen, you mentioned it in our chat, is not only the racing, but flow racing, the interviews. Holy God. shit. We have a few adult beverages, to say the least. Not that only, one guy could hardly talk. He was so loud. Yeah, not only after the race was it uh, drivers were given cutting their own promos and speaking their mind and dropping F-bombs, but I don't know who allowed <laughs> them to interview some of those fans, but oh my gosh, some of those yeah. fans were. Three sheets to the wind, and they put him on camera. Jesus. <laughs> he just never knew what you were going to get. Yeah. Just I'm, absolute I'm chaos. The, I'm here on the concourse with, insert drunk individual. <laughs> no, it's no, good no, thing no. they're not on uh, cable TV, because you want to talk about getting kicked off the air quickly. Yeah. No, it was, what's yeah. your name? Where are you from and who you're rooting for? Yeah. That was like the one segment, and they just were panning around. And like nine out of ten people, after they got done, they were just screaming. And yeah. It was like, what are you screaming about? And at one point, the guy goes, Well, keep it clean. <laughs> Yikes. Come on. So you're just uh, opening up for, for a disaster. Yeah. But no, I, I love the dome. Um, you know what I think to that point, you know, we talk about that with the fans, but I think Flo did a good job of letting some of these guys with their personalities kind of come in, uh, come out a little bit with like letting them say their, thing. Yeah, letting them say their piece a little bit and just let her rip, man. That's who it is. That's who I am. Yep. Let her rip. So I think that was that was a cool deal too as well. That um other places you maybe don't get that just because that it's the dome. Yeah. Really to. So yeah, so yeah. night one, night one ended with Nick Hoffman and Ricky Thornton uh winning their preliminary rounds. Ricky Thornton pulling double duty in both the super late and modified. He locked in the modified uh on that night. Which I loved it, it, we'll talk about driver intros maybe a little bit too, uh once we kind of touch on touch on Saturday, but that anybody but RTJ sign. I mean, just straight up cardboard, Sharpie on it. I mean, made it's, it's perfect. Made its way to victory lane with him once he got there. It's perfect. Just, it, it just screams dome. Yep, because you can't carry nothing in. So somebody said, I got a Sharpie for signatures. Who's got an empty cardboard box from their vendor vendor roll yep. that I can tear the tear apart? Rip the flap off and <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that was talk, and you talked about tearing some stuff up. You want to talk about going down there with an opportunity to leave with some sheet metal? <laughs> we're probably giving it away. Had so much of it. You remember that right rear that we saw when we were at Cedar Lake from Hoffman, where it was just completely caked. Yep, that's probably where it came from. <laughs> probably, <laughs> dude, that's insane. Noses. I mean, you could. You name it, you could buy it. Yeah. Yep. My God. Yeah, that was that was not so. But no, Thursday, Thursday was good. It was just it was, you know, it was your 
what you would almost typically see at a dirt track, like you were saying, it slipped off. It was a little racy. Guys were having a search for alliance. You you had a different race on Thursday, obviously compared to what Saturday was. Um, Friday, you jump into that. Ricky Thornton won your prelim for the super lates, and then Jordan Grabowski won for the modifieds. You guys watched Friday because I was traveling to Green Bay. What were some things that you guys kind of noticed from Friday? I'm trying to uh, put down on Friday. Um, it I just seemed say, like it was a lot more erect cars. Yeah, I would say with uh, RTJ locking in, that with him starting out front like that, you just that's tough to get around a guy like him at a place like that. So that was to me was. If he could keep himself out of trouble, he was going to be all right. Um, and then, as they call him, gravel for the mods. I mean, that guy had a he had a grip on that the whole time. There's not necessarily he was lights out. So, so I'm looking at Friday's um, results. Yeah, I was I was just pulling them up too. Um, Yeah, and Friday night, Ricky Thornton Jr. in the late model uh, on that restart uh, slid Chris Simpson, and he was not. Um, uh, I don't race guys like that. Yeah, and he don't he doesn't give a damn uh, yeah. who it is, but he's got another one coming. So um, forgot about forgot about that. But that was another kind of storyline is. You know, we always talk, guys don't forget, uh, you know, the way you've been, the way you've been raised by somebody. Um, and I feel like every time there was a race, uh, somebody after the race was saying, yep, I'm giving, insert name, I'm going to give him one back uh, for, for doing that. Um, so, but uh, no, Chris Simpson, too, was another guy, Kellen. He said, I don't know if you pick, but you were rooting for just a, another guy. Usually runs solid, but yeah, does not always up towards the front. And so yeah. uh, I think this dome kind of gave some of the guys that are not always don't get the most TV time or the most broadcast time. Um, I thought the dome did a good job too, given, you know, some of these guys had their time to shine too. Um, which is good to see. Um, but yeah. Just looking. Kind of going back to Friday real quick. We talked about it on the, on our live stream too. The millennial farmer. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, he kind of rebounded a little bit there. Yeah, yeah which is good. I I saw a post from him. He said he had an absolute blast down there, yeah. even though he didn't make the main race. He said he had an absolute blast. I'm always also kind of curious, like how the invitation works. Like how how do you get an invitation to this? Yeah, I, yeah, that's an interesting because. The supers aren't invitational. The mods are. The mod, right? The mods yep. are. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just I'm curious how how those the mods got their invite. Yeah, that's 
don't know. It's it's a, it would be an interesting process to follow. Yeah, for sure. But so, um, what was I just gonna say? Bishop came I, in third. I just had a point that I was just gonna say, and I completely uh, lost it as you guys are talking. Yeah, Bishop was third. Well, one of my my I think one of my picks, Tyler Carpenter, he did not have a great. Oh, two points I was gonna make. Uh, we saw a couple times. Uh, leaders, um, when we talk about smashing up cars. Uh, and you know, some guys given this a stage of some guys that aren't always up there, um, a fair amount of leaders, you know, leading the heat race that I don't know why knowing what the cushion can do to you, um, guys running the cushion and a couple of times you're leading the race and that cushion catches you and and no, it doesn't just catch you. It grabs you. <laughs> <laughs> it grabs you. It, it throws you into the fence. What it yeah, does. One, once it gets a hold of you, it does not let that's go. That's one of those, like, that's that bouncer. It grabs you by the neck and the belt just <laughs> yep, gone. That was uh, in that modified race, I believe it was on Saturday, old buddy from Wisconsin just pulling for him. He's had a oh. rocket, and he was leading the race. And Grab last him. corner, last corner, white flag comes around the corner. Ripping the cushion, and it just grabbed him. Oh, tore it up. Did he run right down two posts? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, and that was the that other way. thing when those when those guys went into the fence, like, like it. They didn't just hit the fence and stop. It was like they're just driving along the fence, like taking yep. fence with them. So, yep. was, yeah. And I will say one the one knock I have on it, and I don't know if there's a better way to do it, but it's like anytime there was a wreck. On track or in the fence, like it felt like 15 minutes. Sure. Like if I didn't if I did knock one thing on the dome, that would be it. It was like well, Thursday. You're playing Tetris on the track with the cars because when one car spins, it wasn't just a one car spin. He brought yeah. four four of his buddies in the bees nest in the back with him. Yeah. Um, so it was Tetris to get those cars yeah. out. And then when anybody went in the fence, it was uh, a well, and then minutes. like and even then, delay. even like on Thursday, they had the timing loop go out on the start finish line, which, you know, that's an extreme circumstance in its own right. But look at how yeah. much time it took for that to get repaired, too. Right. For sure. So. Yeah, now that was a little bit of circumstance of the situation, I think. Yep. That's, yeah. Um. Yeah, so like I said, uh, RTJ, uh, Grabowski are your prelim winners on Friday. And then we obviously we get into the main event on Saturday. Between the B-mains that are run to get your last chance to get in, guys that are locked in doing redraws, and hot laps, and, you know, shakes up the field a little bit. You know, the driver intros on Saturday, too. I mean, that is... That pulled me into like, all right, I have to watch next year again now. That was electric. Driver intros. I mean, you got everything from global gym from dodgeball to guys smoking cigs on the way in. Like, good lord. 
he had everything. Kids. RTJ had this RTJ had the sign again. <laughs> yep. What the and hell was the name of the guy? It was like Jason something from the Modifieds. He won he was on Friday night. He had he came out to uh Eminem. Oh yeah. Yep, yeah, that. Who else? Who else? There's a couple other good ones. But no, that was B Shep and old Ted uh, Nugent. Oh yeah. Yep, Ted Nugent. Yep. Or no, sorry, it wasn't the modifieds. It was the supers. It was Jason Wilshan. Yep. Wilshan. He he came out to M and M. Yeah, that was uh interesting to say the least. Yep. But that 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 drew me in to watch again next year. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. And if we hadn't even gotten to the feature yet, and that that's got you in. Oh, absolutely. And you know, speaking speaking of the feature, that uh, you want the cam, you brought it up earlier with how that track transitioned from Thursday to Saturday. I mean, that was the gateway of old, and it's like, yeah, that's that's your your main street with all the damn potholes in it. I mean, that was you saw some of the, some of them guys get on two wheels, bicycle that thing, and hop as they're hitting hitting turn three. It's like my goodness, how are these cars not broke? For real, that was no. uh, just the way they hopped through there to keep those cars there. Well, RTJ not so lucky in the mod. Yeah, bounced through there and snapped the drive shaft off. Usually you need that. Um, and there's a couple guys that kind of fell victim to it, but I would say yeah. it wasn't as many cars as I was expecting with how rough it got late in the features. And I think to your point, too, the other thing is as that track is roughing up, the other thing is like it almost is like, you know, you get like a sprint car, those sprint cars or those wingless sprints or midgets, like when those guys come out of the corner and their front wheels are lifting off. Oh, yeah. Off the ground. Like that picture of Ricky Thornton Jr., like not only are they bouncing through the corners, but they're smashing the loud pedal through right through it. Yep. And yeah, you watch it and you're just like, buddy's got a concussion after this, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, Just was, insane. Um, and the other part I was going to say is one of the not only the intros, I think again, I think that allows the Dome to again give these guys a little bit of a stage and to bring out their own personalities and do their own thing. But like that whole intro thing was just like that's electric. Oh yeah. Like that yeah. set the tone. It's like, okay. Yep. Lights out, spotlight, guys doing just a bunch of wild stuff, a lot of signs, some people just bringing their family, you know, whatever whatever you could think of and you wanted Trophy to do. girls. Again, sponsor girls, I mean. Flow Racing let it all fly for the first forty-eight hours with the interview with the people they were interviewing in the stands. So they're gonna they're gonna need a viewer discretion is advised warning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. next next year that that's rated PG thirteen. 
<laughs> Jesus. But yeah, uh, no, the intros were awesome. And um, like you said, just sets the stage for those guys to be them. Give, give them a little time to shine, yep. um, show their true colors and who they are. And yeah, it was awesome. So early on in that super late race, um, you know, Dick Hoffman was running really good in second. Brandon Shepard was really dominating that race. It was kind of a two-car race there for a little while. Thornton was kind of keeping his way in there. English was making his way up as well. You know, obviously cautions, it, it bunched those guys back up to there. But the lap cars definitely took a – it hurt those leaders a couple of times too. Yeah, big time. Especially Which you B- don't. B-Shep coming up on the tail of the field. You got guys running too wide in front of him, like, pick your poison. Well, it's like I even mentioned it, too, like on Thursday. I'm like, Hoffman loves that bottom. If he goes in, if he gets a lane up off of that bottom, he's screwed. And, I mean, it was kind of that same thing. It was the, If them guys were running the bottom, he struggled to get around them. But yeah. a track like that, too, you, you obviously you know you're going to run in lappers, but what the hell are you going to do? Yeah, you got a decision to make when you see them. When you you don't know what you're gonna do when you see them coming and you're reeling a minute. It's like, all right, I'm here. Yep. Now what do I got to do? And I I will say not that you know we've talked in some of our earlier episodes about we don't ever want a lap car to be have a you know say in who wins and loses a race. But I will say for that dome, like. That did show who's got the best car. Oh. Because you get to lap traffic so quick. It's like you, like you said, if you're good on the bottom, you have one option, and it's to run the bottom and move them out of the way or throw a slider and risk it or to run the top and go around them. The fastest way around the track when you get in there is to go where they aren't. Yep. And so, yeah, I think that showed, um, came into came into play really showed who who had strong cars just being you got to lap traffic like that and yep. it's like if you're good on the bottom like I can tell you somebody that's riding around in the back is not ripping the cushion so oh, yeah. like, <laughs> the only place you can go is where they aren't so yeah like you were saying it's you knew you had a good car if you could run anywhere but it's also credit to the driver too on being able to make some of those moves as well RTJ was making a run there late in the late in the going and oh. damn near got there. And he tore the deck out of trying to get there. I want to say, look, we went 40 laps at that. Let's go a little bit. Let's go 50. Yeah. Because y'all know who would have been there? The old hard charger, Turbo. Yep. Somebody who I just, in our previous episode, what is my number one bust, which didn't lock himself into the show. He had to get the provisional. But when he got that provisional, he said, look out. He made use of it. But he took a hit of that SIG in the intro, and he said, I'm going to drive this thing right to the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, he was somebody I went I, – what he start? De- I'm pretty sure he started, what, dead last, 20th, and drove it to six. So 20th to uh, six with a 40-lap feature on a one-fifth-mile racetrack. 
And I will say too, you know, we talked about all the smashed up equipment that we that came from that weekend. Not in the feature. Would we have one caution? Yeah. And it was for somebody who yeah. couldn't get off somebody who couldn't get couldn't get off the track. Only two cars that didn't finish. Yeah. I'm trying to find a video. I saw a video from somewhere. Uh it was from Ricky, it was a Ricky Thornton onboard camera. And it showed his slider that he threw on that last lap and then him getting just absolutely absolutely drilling that guy in front of him too i'm trying i wish i knew where that video was at i should have saved it but god damn it was that a good video to watch yeah yeah and he was there i mean that was it wasn't enough to clear but god man he was he was there hard yeah and like he said, if he had another 10 laps, who knows what he could have been able to do. Him and uh, – God damn it, I'm trying to remember who you guys were just talking about. I was, I was searching that video. Turbo, yep. Turbo, yeah. Yep. So. No, I mean, yeah. Bishop was – let's be honest, Bishop was a class of the field. Oh, yeah, it was It was, It was. was track position racing. You knew when he got out front, that was going to be hard to take it away from him. For sure. Yes. Yeah. He, is that his first gateway win? Yes, I believe so. I believe it is, yeah. yeah. So that's a big check mark off of his illustrious career as far as Crown Jewel wins go. For sure. Yeah, that's a big one for him. Um, I don't know if he's announced or what, which I probably should do more due diligence, what his plans are for 2023. Yeah, for 2024. For 2024. He hasn't yet, I don't believe. And I don't know what they are, but I can tell you one damn thing. Look out. Oh, yeah. For him. <laughs> He's going to be. Yeah. He's going to be someone to look out for everywhere you go. Yep. For sure. So, no, overall, I think it was another successful Gateway Dirt Nationals weekend. Kenny Wallace provided a ton of entertainment as well, whether it was a two-seater or interviews or whatever the case it was. He He's a big advocate for just the whole St. Louis area. He enjoys it when they come down here. He tries to put on a hell of a show no matter what they do. So, For sure. Great racing. Troutman, Troutman won your mods. Yep. Yep. Can't forget about that. Mod winner. Um, he was somebody when I look at it, you know, I'm like, damn, I go, well, he's a super late mile guy. But when I was thinking about my mob picks, I'm like, man, I should have took him. He, dude, was, he was hooked up all weekend. So oh, I just found that video that I was talking about. So they have the onboard, they have the onboard facing out the front. They have the camera view that shows the slide. And then they have our rear bumper camera on there too. Uh, it's on Flow Racing posted it on their TikTok. If you are tech savvy enough for that, they put that on there. That it's really good. I'll send it to you guys in the group chat so you guys can see it too. Yeah. Sweet. But it was it was insane. Talk about some good good video there too. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of wild too. All those guys that get out on the track and it's like you can see they got GoPros hooked up or yep. Mounted all over, hanging off of everything. You're going to get something. Yep. 
I also, so going back to Nick Coffin, you kind of said like his social media is really good. He posted a video on TikTok too of like him after he won his uh, Thursday night feature. I forget what it's from. I think it's an SNL skit, but it was just the him with that check in the back window. He's like, would you look at that? Just, just would you look at that? When I see something like that, you just got to say, would you look at that? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Talking about his old shit box, as he calls it. <laughs> yeah, for real. But. So, no, I was that was a great weekend. Good, good amount of racing. Kind of the last last race on the year as we kind of get into the holiday season. Everybody kind of takes off and kind of gets ready for Tulsa Shootout. Some races down in New Smyrna. You know, obviously Chili Bowls, the next really big heavy hitter on the schedule, but it starts with that Tulsa Shootout. I think that's kind of what everybody's waiting for coming up. And yep. one of the biggest names in dirt right now, old RTJ. Best believe he's signed up and running. The Chili Bowl? Yep. 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 Old Hoffman's okay. running, too. I know who I'm rooting for. Oh, boy. It's going to be – what do we say? There's 330 entries on there right now for the Chili Bowl? Yes. They said there's all, but between all of the classes at the Chili Bowl week, there's over a thousand cards. Yeah, it. between the Tulsa shootout and that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as of twelve thirteen, there were three hundred and twenty. For a feature that takes what twenty? Five, maybe. Either way. Yeah, it's not a big field. I mean, again, you talk about you know J Main to get into the. We're just talking to keep about going. yeah. Yeah. There's always somebody that pulls alphabet soup during that run. And it's always just a who's who's gonna be the one that, that gets the most. Yeah, who can figure it out? Yep. Yeah. So any other thoughts as far as the uh gateway dirt nationals go there, fellas? No, solid. No, I Obviously, love love the old late models, and that was the first time I watched it three nights through. Um, maybe I, a uh, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, maybe that's a race we can get to. For sure, ain't, Just, that, uh, ain't that bad of a haul to get there. No, quick eight, quick eight hour drive. Go down there, yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, awesome. I'd say it exceeded expectations from what I thought from all three nights. Um, good racing. Absolutely. So, because because it also, if you said it right, it gets moved up as well. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, it gets moved up to the beginning of December, so it clashes. Not really. Well, it clashes, but it also runs the same weekend as the Snowball Derby. So talk, talk about, about a couple of big races running the same weekend. Yeah. My Atlanta. Talk about a brain overload. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm going to be two sitting. Of the biggest crown jewels. Right. Arguably two, two of the biggest crown jewels for late model so racing dirt. collectively. Yep. On both the dirt and asphalt. It's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's run the features within 24 hours of each other. Yep. Cool. Got it. My, I am going to be sitting right here 
looking at this monitor with two deals going on at the same time. Yeah. Because you're going to have last chance race and the snowflake on that Saturday with the main event of the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Yep. Friday night, we'll have qualifying with for, with the second prelim night. Thursday will be practice. Yep. Crazy. Oh, man, that's going to be good. That's going to be fun. You bet. <laughs> I can just see Kellen sitting there in the smoke just coming out of his ears because he's got brain overload. Just too, too much. Just oh, snowball. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, I can't comprehend all this. Oh, brain man. going up in smoke. <laughs> no, I'm excited. This is going to be good. Well, it's going to be a good one. Should we uh, transition over to our featured topic of the week or our off-season topic of the week? And uh, you want to talk about some smoke rolling out of our ears, try and get our brains going for a trivia night here? Ooh, yeah, I got some doozies. So, yeah, as we mentioned last week, uh, like we do with any other topic, we just come in with the come up with 10 racing questions for trivia night. And that's it. That was your it was, criteria. It was free reign as far as who you wanted to cover, what you wanted to cover, dirt, asphalt. That I mean, that was about it. That was the only criteria. So again, we have no obviously we have no idea what any of us have, even which direction we wanted to go with it. All we know is that I think some of us are gonna be pretty stumped and pretty might have some some words said after this one, but we'll see. So uh, we decided that Kellen is going to go first on this, this ordeal. So Kellen, are you ready with your trivia questions? Yep. I'm just making sure we're all good to go for sharing the screen. Getting my uh, notepad out here. So how are we doing like answer wise? Are we just doing like first to ring in gets a chance to answer type of thing or. I was thinking we'll just go total number. Correct. Okay, so we both come like, in with an answer type of thing. Yep, you both come okay. in with an answer. Um, and it's just we're gonna at the end of this, we're gonna compile this up. It's gonna be each individual is gonna have the opportunity to answer 20 questions. Yep. Who who can ring up the most in 20 questions? So I'm gonna keep track of my own correct answers. Well, I what I did is I set up a notepad here and I, I'll do this is I'll I got one set up for each round. So I got I'll keep track of you guys for mine. I'll keep track of the next round for me and you um, as we go. So I'll keep track of everything. Just then we can double back and make sure we're all good on that front. Sure. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do this. Let's go. This. I was about to say, make sure we can share our stuff here too. Yep. You can. I okay. can. Giddy up. Jesus! Oh, you went you went full animations. You got a ton of slides. Jesus Christ! Well, it's a question, and then it's a question, and then the from beginning. All right, yeah. So it's a question. The slide is a question, and then the answer is a slide too. Yeah. So um, here we got the 10, 10 trivia questions to start the night. So here's kind of my Q and A stats. We're going to cover six different cars slash trucks. Uh, six different series, three crown jewels per se, uh, and then 11 different drivers for kind of the brushing of the topic. 
I will say there is one question in my 10 that there's two answers. Yes, go ahead. Um, maybe I missed this, but are we doing, if I read the question, I know the answer. Can I just shout it out or how? No, no we each I'll, come with an answer. Each come with an answer. Okay. It's not a first in first out type of deal. It's I'm going right. to give you both a, chair, a fair answer to, to get this right. Okay. Okay. Are we ready for question number one? I don't know, but sure. All right. So I preface this. Mine's a question, kind of a fact to go with it, and then the answer. All right, question number one. In 2020, the Joshua Classic 200 was run at Dell's Raceway Park. He made himself a two-time winner of the event. Who won the feature? Ready? Oh, uh, for the for those listening, for those listening, your options are Majeski, Casey Johnson, Richie Bickle, or Johnny Sauter. God damn it! I'm gonna hate myself that I don't if I get this wrong. Yep, you are. All right, answers please. Answers please. Johnson, Casey Johnson. Okay, Cam. I mean, he wins everything. Gotta be about an eighty percent chance. It's right, Majeski. Wrong. Johnny Sauter. Johnny Sauter. God, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Over. Over one. Over two. Johnny Sauter. This was so this was the first race back after COVID. This was coming out of COVID. So and you know uh, Johnny had plenty of time during COVID to just get that thing tuned up. So that is uh Johnny Sauter wins your 2020 Joe Street Classic, his second. I oh, knew, yeah. I knew it wasn't Richie Bickle because he won it in twenty one. I knew yep. it wasn't him. <laughs> yep. All right, I gave you a good array of drivers. We're sorry, twenty two. He won it. Yeah, with the sheer pain scheme. Yeah. All right. Question number two: Which two drivers? So you have to pick two. Are tied for the most USA national titles at five. But you have to get both of them correct. You can go one for two. Okay. I'll let you go on for two. Between the two of them, 2010 was the last time they won a title. Okay. Pick your all that apply. Well, I know one of them are going Bloomquist. Also, uh, so our answers are Davidport, Bloomquist, Jimmy Mars, and Billy Meyer. Yep, good call. For, the record. for our yep. listeners. So one, I'm going Bloomquist is one. Okay. And I'm going to do Billy Moyer as my two. Okay. Cam? Uh, I don't think Bloomquist runs this far up north, so I'm going Mars and Moyer. All right. Cam, one for two. Cam, two for two. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> Cam got two. Uh, Well, Van Grohl got two. Cam got one. Uh, there's a stretch where Bloomquist had one. A whole boatload of these right with I, each other, but I remember them saying that Bloomquist had had been an all time winner, so I knew that one for sure. Yep, he couldn't find a picture from the race itself, but this just happens to be a great picture of both uh, Billy Moyer and Bloomquist together. So those are two guys tied for most USA national wins um, since the event has been run. All right, come on, Bornbach, got a bounce back. Question three. In what year did Dale Sr. win his first Winston Cup race? 
81, 76, 79, 80. Damn, I'm letting you go first. I don't know Answer. why. But I don't know why, but 81's just speaking to me. 79. 1979. Come on. <laughs> also, I like the subtle, like you put an uh, Earnhardt question in as your third question. Yep. That was subtle. I think not. Oh. Was that intentional? Yes. Um, calling this up so so far through three questions. We have Van Grohl two for three. Cam one. So three. To I one think one. that one question should well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> to be debated. This here is this is where the uh the words start being said. Okay, here we go. Question number four. This driver won the 2015 Midwest Truck Series Championship by eight points, recording three wins on the year. All three wins were at Dell's Raceway Park. Your options are Kevin Kneezy, Chester Ace, Derek Krause, Blake Brown. All of these guys did run in the 2015 season. I confirmed. See, you got a favor of yours and a favor of mine in there, but I feel like you're doing that to throw it off. Give me Kevin Kinesi. Give me Chester Ace. Can a guy give you guys a ball? Well, a guy's trying to help you out. Derek Krause, your 2015 Truck Series champ. You won all three races at the Dells. Hell of a photo, too, by the way. You know that. You know the question where you you get an answer and you know there uh, there's an answer on there just to mess with you and it's. The correct answer that was right there. Damn, I gave you this one because I figured you would just pick him. My guy's trying. Well, to- and then what's going through my mind is, yeah, we know Kellen's a diehard Krause fan, so he's throwing that one on there just to get somebody to pick a wrong answer. All right, fifty percent of the way through, still, still three to one. Question number five. Who holds the record for the most IROC series wins? This driver also holds the record for most championships at five, and he won three championships in a row of the four total in a Firebird. Your options are Mark Martin, Davey Allison, Ricky Rudd, and Kurt Busch. I'm letting Cam go first. No, no, no. Leader goes first. Leader Answer. goes first. Answers, please. Well, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'm going B, Davey Allison. Mark okay. Martin. Mark Martin. Jesus. <laughs> this is the car with the wing on the back, kind of, per se. But sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why IROC crossed my mind, but IROC had to make it. I That's a good – that was a good one. I never expected that one. Yup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have right. one of those. Die- I have the Matt Kenseth diecast car too. I love that car. Good question six. Who holds the Who holds the All Star Circuit Champs now high limit record for most total feature wins with eighty six? Dale Blaney, Aaron Reitzel, Donnie Schatz, Kyle Larson. I'm going A. Dale Blaney. Okay. Aaron Rutzel. Dale Blaney. Damn it. Blum's back on the board. It's going on goose egg. Just because I was researching some sprint car questions for myself, and there's a lot of Dale Blaney in there. (laughs) So, 
going into question number seven, we've got a four to two score thus far. Four to two? Four to two. Yep, that's, that's what I got as well. I only got one question, right? I thought. No, you got two. Oh, I got the you got the half of the two. The half, yeah. yeah. All right. Headed into 2024, which active NASCAR driver has the most wins in the cup series? The win total is 63. Martin Truex, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, Brad K. I f- are your co- are your answers correct? No, they are not. Okay, I think I know who the driver is though. This one's no, so don't we'll throw this one. Out. I'll I'll let you guess, but he's not on the screen. I don't. How did I screw that up? You had a guess. It's yeah. Dang it! <laughs> throw that one out. Ah, you idiot! How did I? That was bad. What was a Kyle Bush is the answer. Answer D, yeah. none of the above. Yeah, no kidding. E, none of the above, e. yeah. All right, next question. Who is the all-time leader in B-feature wins with the World Outlaws late models? The God. last one came in 2018, giving him 43 total. Shane Clanton, Rick Eckert, Daryl Lanigan, or Chubb Frank? I am shooting in the dark on this one, so I'm just when in doubt, see Daryl Lanigan. Cam, so I I was on the World Outlaw tour for my questions too. There's a lot of Rick Eckert in there. I'm gonna go Rick Eckert. All right, Chubb Frank. Jesus, I don't even know who Chubb Frank is. <laughs> either. It seems like a good question. <laughs> Mr. B-Main himself, what are you talking about? But Lord knows if he gets in a B-Main, he's winning it. God damn Sick it. Looking car. The car's from the World 100, but sick-looking orange race car, though. By oh, way. absolutely. Um. All right, question number nine. Who holds the record for the most Swinger National title? I'm he giving has, myself a check mark already. He has eight titles. The last one came in 2019. Your options are Majeski, Dennis Prunty, Matt Kenseth, Luke Fenhaus. Well, I got a 50% chance. It's got to be Kenseth. Matt Kenseth. Yep. Matt Kenseth it is. Good call, boys. The old Super Seal, number eight. That race in particular, that photo that you got, that was the one that he knocked Majeski out of the way for. He sure did. He roughed them up a little bit to get it. Um, that's a pretty cool picture, though. Uh, I like peeking in like Majeski's. Uh, sorry for the listeners that are listening to this, but on uh, the photo that he's got, you can see like Majeski in his hands, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that for photo. Sure. All right. So that's question nine. Uh, last question of the day for me would be on nine squared questions. In what year did Brandon Shepard win his first World of Outlaws late model feature? He was 19 years old at the time, and he currently has 83 World Outlaw late model wins. Uh, options are 2011, 2009, 2013, and 2012. Yeah. I'm good. God damn it. <laughs> 
Give me 2012. I'm going 09. 2012. Come on. 2012, Brandon Shepard won his first feature with the World Outlaws. It was the um, Photo Billy 50 on September 14th, 2012, for $12,000 to win. The damn good payout. So, yeah, there you go. That's my technically nine questions. So, after <laughs> nine scored, what a bonehead. All right. So you, I might have some disputed questions. You guys might dispute some questions of mine, oh, some God. answers. So, um, I'm gonna get my. I have. Uh, are you going next, or am I going next? I'm going next. Okay. All right. I've got uh, Kellen. If you're adding up scores, I have six to three right now. That is correct. Yep. So then, this one is going to be myself. I just wrote on my sheet for my questions correct three out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Either way. All right. Yeah. You guys ready for this? Oh, it's close. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So for just for uh, listeners, uh, when I was coming up with this, I went more recent races and. Some you guys, you guys will have some pleasant surprises in there. Um, that's probably going to catch you guys for a loop that or catch you guys unexpectedly. Um, so, um, yeah, I didn't want to. I went more more recent races just out of the fact like I wasn't going to ask a question about a two thousand eight race winner when I or rookie of the year in two thousand eight when. Um, I didn't give a damn about racing when I was, I was introduced to it, but I didn't have, didn't care the way I do now. So same format. Um, we're going to get right into this. Oh God. All right. Nine to go. How many guys are on a NASCAR pit crew? <laughs> this is a, this is a deadly question to ask in this group. Six. Again, options are seven, six, eight, and nine. Got to throw that out there. So I'm going six. I'm going to say seven. The answer is seven. Damn it. And this is where I was going to get disputed. So you got the front tire changer. You got the front tire carrier. You got the rear changer, rear carrier. You got the jack man. You have the gas man. And then also considered on the pit crew, is the guy holding the spare gas can that does the swap? Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> yes, got one. We're on the board. I know. Oh, I, when I looked that up, I'm like, I thought right away, I'm like six, and then I looked, and it's like they consider the guy that's swap holding the full gas can while the actual gas man's filling it up. They consider the guy that's holding the next one part of the crew. So, God damn it. All right. Anyways. All right. So that's question, as you can see, nine to go. Eight to go. Who won the inaugural high limit race at Lincoln Speedway in 2022? Your options are Buddy Kofoid, Kyle Larson, Tyler Courtney, 
Justin Sanders. Tyler Courtney. Larson. Neither. Oh, Buddy Kofoid. Buddy Kofoid. Oh. So Buddy Kofoid won the first high limit race um, back in 2022 at Lincoln Speedway. All right. Got it. Seven to go. Who won the 2022 Dirt Late Model Dream at Eldora Speedway? Your options are Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Overton, Hudson O'Neill, Brandon Shepard. Oh, my God. You have to know this one, Kellen. <laughs> oh, I think I know this one. I think it's Jonathan Davenport. Yeah, I got to go JD. Nope. It's all it said. Overton. Overton did? Yes. Um, go back another year. Uh Dang it. he Davenport won the million. Um that's right. God damn it. Overton won the dream. Are you guys keeping track of your, you. Are you guys keeping track of your questions or no? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You guys are off to a tough start. You a quick, suck. One, quick one for six. Um, all, all right. right. Next question. Six to go. Who won the 2021 Daytona 500? Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse, or Austin Dillon? Michael McDowell. I think it was Cindric. Cindric in his first ever cup start. I'm locking, in, locking in Cindric. McDowell. This B, Michael McDowell. Let's go. Um, Michael McDowell, that was the year he won the first race, locked himself in. Cindric was 2022, I believe. Correct. Um, last year when he when he got the win and locked himself in. And so I, I only know that because I was at the one that Cendric and Dylan won, actually. All right. All right. Five to go. Who was your 2022 World of Outlaw Late Model Rookie of the Year? Tyler Bruning, Ricky Weiss, Ashton Winger, or Tanner English? I don't know why, but Ashton Winger is yelling out to me. Mm, no. <laughs> it's got to be Bruning. I'm sorry. <laughs> Answer is D, Tanner English. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just going to confirm. Um, what do you mean you have to confirm uh, this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Tanner English. Because I was I was thinking, Bruning was 2020. Uh, Bruning was 2021. Winger was 2020. 
Um, but yeah, and then ironically, English wins rookie of the year and gets fired and loses his job. So um, he was yeah. in the 81 blue car and 81, and then he's now in the 96. All right. Four to go. Another rookie of the year question. Who was your 2022 Lucas Oil Late Model Rookie of the Year? Spencer Hughes, Dalton Wilson, Max Blair, Garrett Alverson. Uh, I'm locked. I'm in. God damn it. Spencer Hughes. D. Garrett Alverson. D. D. Gary Alverson. Yes. Um, yeah, I should have. Yeah, I was now I'm looking at my questions going while wow, I poor Van Grill, I put him in and put him in the spin zone here with these questions. So I'm sorry, Cam. Oh, don't worry, I'll make up for it with mine. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> what comes around goes around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three to go. Who won the 2019 Slinger Nationals? Oh that's a gimme. <laughs> I'm Old smashing, K. I'm smashing letter B hard. That yeah, is letter B. I knew, yeah, yeah, a little overlap there. Dang it. Okay. Yep. Next up. Two to go. Who was the 2022 Lucas Oil late model champ? Tim McCready, B Shep, RTJ. Jonathan Davenport. I'm locked. Jonathan Davenport. McCready. McCready. God damn it. JD was picking and choosing. He wasn't committed to a series last year. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, T-Mac. And then he was in the Long Longhorn House car and was again this year. Now it's going to be shut. All right. White flag. How many flags are there in NASCAR? Six, eight, nine, or five? Eight. Yeah, I'm going eight because I counted seven. So I'm going to go eight. I'm going to round up. <laughs> it is eight. Yes. Um, and I should have pulled up this where I found the answer, but it's I think it, red, I, yep. red, yellow, green, black, checkered, green and white, checkered, blue mm. with the yellow diagonal. Yep. And then I think there's blue with a red stripe. See, because I had follow up yeah. question is now how many flags? How many different combinations are there? Combinations. Yeah, what do you mean combinations? Flags and combinations, like, you know, because they can hold two flags together. Oh, oh screw that. Yeah, you're way too Absolutely not. Anyways, all right. 24, three, three combinations of two, whatever. It's 15. Of course, it's an odd number. Why would it be an even number? <laughs> okay. um, right. Give us, yep. Give us the grand finale here. Checkered flag. You guys had to know, uh, I was going with my favorite dirt driver here. How many races did Jonathan Davenport win in 2023? 
18, 13, 16, or 21? All right, I'm good. 16. Yep, I'm going to say 16. Actually, it was only 13. God damn it, I knew I should have gone low. Oh. Right from his racing website. Um, and yeah, uh, obviously, Ricky won everything. So, um, actually, it only turned out to be 13. God damn it. And just for funsies, I got a bonus question. After oh. the checkered flag, we got to burn it down. If you could spend one season with one driver and team from any series, who would it be and why? Hmm. Obviously, this isn't a score counting question, but. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take a little different avenue. We're going to go Lucas Oil Racing with Turbo. I feel like him as a character, like, he, they're going to race, but they're going to have fun too. So I'm going to say I'm going to, we're going to go dirt racing with, racing with Turbo. I'm going super late model asphalt racing with Majeski and Doodleman. I want to see what the hell they do that car. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get some answers. Get I want to see what they answers. do with that damn race car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I want to see that barn that they do that work in too. Yeah, yeah, and obviously for me, I would say I would probably go on a on a dirt tour, and obviously I I would go with JD, just top of best in the bit. Not well, you could argue, um, and I'll argue best in the business, and just see what kind of operation they have, and. Not only that, but I feel like the geography that dirt covers across the country, all the different parts of the country they go to, um, would just be fun to tag along and see what kind of operation they have. And like you said, uh, JD wins a lot of races, so I want to figure out what the hell they're doing to their car. Um, but also, I don't know if it, it's my just my opinion. Like, JD was – we didn't – you know, meet him, get a chance, like talk to him after the race. Um, but we met him at his merch trailer and he was fun to talk to, like seemed decent, you know, whatever. But after I signed up for that year long tour with him, that is also something I feel like if it's not going right, you best just not say anything. <laughs> Cause I feel like when things are not going right for him, he's not happy. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd throw a little bonus question in there, but and as you can see, uh I didn't realize when I put them all together and I didn't really I put the last two or three together before we hopped on here. And I was like, didn't realize until now that wow, poor tire changer who's not most well versed in dirt racing. Just hammered them. <laughs> Got seven dirt questions or eight dirt questions. Just peppered them with dirt late yep. questions. God damn it. Uh, since I am now done answering questions, I believe out of everything that was asked, I got nine correct. Yeah, you're yep, you're nine for nine for nineteen. Damn it. Nine, how do you get nineteen out of 
because one that. of Kellen's didn't count. I have that um, one blonde. I got that one blonde question. Got it. Well, all right. Yeah, what are you? What were you? Five for ten. I need you to get four wrong. Yeah, and or, sorry, was, I need you to get six I wrong. Was, I was uh three for nine, so that's yeah, So I need need to go six out of ten here. I to, to if you go Van six Girl. out of, I'm telling you, bud. I'm thankful. I won't feel so bad now that you hammered me, peppered me with dirt questions. <laughs> uh, so before we get to the grand finale here, what if we have a tie? We haven't crossed that bridge yet. If whoever, if whoever's tied, if we're all tied, well, it's a draw. If two people are tied, the person that's not tied gets to ask the tie okay. break. I could agree okay. with that. Yep, with that's that. fine. Yep. All right. All right. Fire this, fire this circus uh, off. Let me do that quick, and then Let's see what do. dog he leads with. <laughs> All right, 2016 race at Dell's Raceway Park. <laughs> I didn't go that bad. And so minor more like winner. all minor like all more all time stats than anything. Oh okay. yeah. So first one I got up the the bat, and I I love this picture that I have coming up here. Rich Bickle has the most all-time wins in snowball derby history. How many wins does Bickle have? Three, four, five, or six? All right, I'm good. I got my answer. Yeah, I'm locking in. C, five. B, four. It is five. Yeah. He won in 90, 91, 96, 98, and 99. So he's a two-time consecutive champ yeah. of the Snowball Derby. It was either four or five based on the car number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> great great logic course. and reasoning. Of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Second question. Jimmy Johnson is the most recent driver to win consecutive championships in the NASCAR Cup Series. Who was the last driver or the previous driver to accomplish that feat before Johnson? Is it Cale Yarbrough, Kyle Busch, Richard Petty, or Jeff Gordon? Okay, I'm good. I'm locked. What do you got? Petty. Yarbrough. You're both wrong. Oh, it was Jeff Gordon. That was too too obvious of an answer. Ah, oh, dang it! I just—he felt too current to me. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yep. Nope. By uh, Kale Yarbrough had the previous record for consecutive championships at three before Johnson broke it. Yeah. All right. And I almost threw that question in there, but all right. So we got one that both got wrong. So this one, since you threw one in there, you have to get these are is it, this is a two parter, so you can get double points on this one. There's two answers. There are two answers. Okay. So since its reintroduction in 2004, who has the most championships in the world of all eight models? Is it A, Brandon Shepard, B, Josh Richards, C, Scott Bloomquist, or D, Daryl Lanigan? Again, there are two answers to this, and I need both. 
So I was just looking at a list of previous yeah. winners and rookies of the year. I'm I'm locked. And I'm okay. locked too. What do you got? I got Brandon Shepard and Josh Richards. Okay. And I'm going B Shep and Bloomquist. Ellen went two for two. Cam, you went one for two. It was Shepard and Richards. They both have four. Bloomquist is too much of a free spirit. He loved Eldora way too much to run real all those. He's a little bit like the JD type where he just picks and chooses where he goes. All these drivers on this list have a win or a championship in the World of Outlaw late models. Okay. All right. So I'll throw that little factoid in there as well. Question four. <laughs> Matt Kenseth is the winningest driver of the Slinger Nationals with eight wins. Who is second on that all-time list with five? Is it Rich Bickle, Dick Trickle, Joe Shear, or Lowell Bennett? Slinger Nationals. And this is all the rest of these questions are mainly one one answer. So you're only looking for one driver. I should point that I'm out. Locking in here. All right. All right, I'm locked in. Who do you got? Trickle. Sheer. You are both wrong. It's Bickle, isn't it? It's oh, Lowell Lowell Bennett. Bennett. I thought he was an outlier. He felt like an outlier to me. It is Lowell Bennett. He won in 97, 2000, 2004, 2007, and 2010. Dang it. I love that I I throw that question in there. Got to give Lowell Bennett some love. And I like Lowell Bennett. I thought the way Sheer tunes on a car, he could he would have been the answer. But I knew that was gonna be a good one too. There's some, some hammers in there, yeah. Obviously, all of them are winners of the Slinger Nationals as well. Yeah. Question five. Who has the most wins in the NASCAR Cup Series at Bristol Motor Speedway with 12 career wins? Is it A, Darrell Waltrip, B, Kyle Busch, C, Richard Petty, or D, Dale Earnhardt? Locked in. Okay. I'm locked in, too. Who do you got? The Intimidator, Dale. I'm going B, Bushwhacker. You're both wrong. Again? It is Daryl Waltrip with 12 wins. Oh, my God. Kyle Bush has the most wins out of active drivers with nine, though. Mm. <laughs> oh. All right. TW loved Bristol. Uh, what's disappointing? <laughs> Question six. Who is the most recent repeat winner of the Chili Bowl National? So who is the last driver to win two in a row? Is it A, Kevin Swindell, B, Christopher Bell, C, Kyle Larson, or D, Rico Abreu? I'm locked in. Okay. Okay, I got an answer. What do you got? Uh, Swindell. Swindell. You are both wrong. Kevin Larson? Swindell won four in a row from 2010 to 2013, oh. but Kyle Larson is the most recent repeat winner. Oh. Oh. And all those drivers have also repeated in their wins. Jesus. I am enjoying this, guys. 
I'm scratching my head. (laughs) All right, question seven. Who is the first repeat champion of the ASA Arkham Midwest Tour since 2007? Is it? Who is the first repeat champion? Is it A, Dan Fredrickson, B, Steve Carlson, C, Ty Majeski, or D, Casey Johnson? I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked. Uh, I'm locked in, I guess. All right. Who do you got? Majeski. Majeski. You are both wrong again. It's Fredrickson, isn't it? It is not. It is Steve Carlson. What? You did it in 08 and 09. Of course. It's 2007. The answer is 08 and 09. Um, But all drivers on this list are also the only repeat champions of the series. That's why I figured it'd be a good one as well. All right. Question eight. Steve Kinzer has the most A main wins with the World Outlaw Sprint Cars. Who is second on that all-time list? Is it A, Dottie Shots, B, Mark Kinzer, C, Sammy Swindell, or D, Doug Wolfgang? I don't know why D's just speaking to my name with a last name like Wolfgang. I got D. I got shots. No, 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 D. D's speaking to me, but that's not the final (laughs) answer. All right. I got shots. I'm going Swindell. You're going Swindell. It is Swindell. Kinzer's got 690 wins. Sammy Swindell's got 394. Shots at 311. Kinzer at 203. And Wolfgang at 140. And those are your top five as far as all ball wins as well. All right. Question nine. Who is the most recent four-time winner of the Indianapolis 500 tying most wins in race history? Is it A, Joseph Newton? B, Johnny Rutherford, C, Dario Franchini, or D, Elio Kestron-Evans. What's that look for? What even is this? <laughs> you went IROC, I went IndyCar. I'm locked so, in. I'm locked in. All right, who do you got? Joseph Newgarden. He's American. <laughs> I'm going C, Dario. You are both wrong again. Is Alio Castro Neves? Gosh, it was either A or D for me. It was Castro Neves trying. I didn't want to go. Floyd. I didn't want to go D because Helio's the he's the big staple name in it. But I don't feel like he's. Well, clearly I'm wrong. But obviously, you I feel like I could remember him. SRX facts. What you aren't paying attention to your SRX facts then? No. <laughs> he Pastor Navis joined AJ Foyt, Al Unzer, and Rick Mears in 2021 with four wins to the Indy 500, tied most all time. Okay. So my for my final question, it is I'm, I'm going to throw you guys for a loop here. Uh, it is not a multiple choice question, so oh, you got to give me the answer. Okay, I'm going to be 
This is going to be good. So the 24 car won the pole and the one car won the race in Kevin Harvick's last career race in 2023 at Phoenix. The same car number combination won the pole in the race in their fir- in his first career start. The 24 won the pole and the one car won the race in his first career start. Who were those drivers in 2001? I'm throwing that 2001 there to try and give you somewhat of a hint. Um. Okay. Oh, I got this. I got so both. Twenty four should should be a a given, and I will give you guys two points if you can get both of them. I'll do yep, that. I got I got both. I'm locked in. Okay. I don't have I don't have the driver name, but I think I can give you the paint scheme. I'll give you a half a point if you give me the paint scheme. That should be two x the points. <laughs> Um, I'm going to let Cam go first because if he isn't fully locked on the driver, I'll let him describe what he's talking to because I have my drivers, I have my drivers written on my sheet and I will show you them. Okay. Pen down, no pad up. I have my drivers written on my sheet. Okay. So Cam, what do you got? So the 24 car, I'm going with Jeff Gordon. You are correct in that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking back to all the one cars. I'll give you this hint. Jamie McMurray, but that was too recent. I'll, I'll give you this hint. It was a DEI car at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a Dale Earnhardt Incorporated car at the time. Yep. I don't Just even know. I, the only car that the only the paint scheme that's coming to mind is the black and yellow Pennzoil car. You got the correct car. Yep. I just need the driver. Can I say it? Go ahead. Steve Park. You are correct. Steve Parks was your winner. Jeff Gordon won the pole, and Steve Parks won the race at Rockingham Speedway, Kevin Harvick's first start in 2001. The first so race after. So did Cam get one and a half on that last one? I will give him one and a half. I don't think it really matters, but I will give him one and a half. No, it doesn't. This is this is painful to add up because this. God damn it! I should have made that two points. Well, you guys can add add your points up. I we know one thing's for sure. I got last because I think that two pointer gave you the fucking win. Did I think so? <laughs> yeah, it did because you had nine and I had ten. God damn it! <laughs> of course, I screwed myself out of it. Yeah, I was ten. I was ten for twenty. I mean. The reality of the situation, you had the right answer for the question that I blew, so technically we tied. Yeah. Because I blew the question, I had the wrong answers. Sure. So in that case, if we're doing that, and then I guess Cam gets another, gets to throw a question at us here. I do have a bonus, so I'm going to give you time to look it up. I got a bonus fact here for you. That's just, it's a fact. Don't need any answers or anything like that. Just because I came across it the other day. So since 1960, the 1978 NASCAR Cup season is the only season where either Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, or Kyle Busch 
did not win a race. Wow. So yeah. every year since 1960, at least one of the four, those four guys won a race. That's crazy. I just saw that the other day. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And three of the four are not even in the Cup Series anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, technically we tied because I – I got that one right. Sure. Yeah, I blew that one because I had – you had the right answer. I just didn't have it on the screen. Yep. So in Cam's grand total – this, yeah, six and a half. So you got to make this fair. You can't go some world outlaws or Lucas Oil bullshit here. You got to go like NASCAR if you're going to do something. I'm pulling up a question here. And if you want, um, and we don't need a multiple choice. We could even do kind of like what I did, where you got to just give the answer. All right. Um, let me just confirm this. This ought to be good. If he's All right. Trying to think if I can come up with. All right, we'll just see. Who was your 2016 NASCAR uh, Craftsman Truck Series champion? Oh, man. Oh. I got a, a, somebody in mind. I got two guesses, but... There's only one correct answer. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm going Johnny Sauter. Damn it, you took my answer. I was, too. <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> Both it, right. was down, it was down to solder and crafting. I had crafted in mind as well. All right, so we need another question. That was good, though. I think he's, it was too he's obvious. Googling, he's Googling his favorite driver statistics. And he's <laughs> up. Yep. The next answer is Derek Krause, whatever it is. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, This is suspenseful. I just I don't know what he's gonna toss at us. I'm trying to come up with something fairly recent. What you uh -huh. didn't like my old time questions? This is tough to put you on the spot like this, unfortunately. I know. But I just don't also necessarily feel it's fair that I. All right, walk. here's one. What is the longest racetrack on the NASCAR schedule? Shit, this one. This one's a little bit. Source is a little bit old, so I'm just going to confirm. Oh God damn it! The current schedule. I was about to say, what schedule are we talking here? 2023, 2024. 2022. Oh, flawed answer. Shit. I think I know what your answer. No, I'm not even going to. Nope, Can I I'm guess what the answer was for that one at least? So, okay. 20, I guess you guys can guess 2023. I'll start coming up with the next question. 
You guys can guess what the that was for twenty three. No, I the first the answer that I had in mind was not for twenty twenty three. Okay, so mm-hmm. if it was if it was twenty two or twenty one, it was Road America. Watkins if it was before that, then yes, I think it's. I was going to say either Watkins Glen or Talladega. Uh, so first answer was Walkland's Glen. Yep. But then 2023 was Circuit of the Americas. Yep. And I think 20, well, actually 21 might have been Circuit of the Americas as well. Um, all right, here we go. This is gonna. Can this decide the title? All right. Who holds the record? Um <laughs> oh, God. All right. Get your big brains out. In what year was NASCAR founded? <laughs> do you know? I do. Nineteen. 19- 1942. 1948. What? <laughs> what? No way. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta get out my... I, I'm cross-referencing I'm cross this. There's no way. Google it. When was NASCAR founded? First source, NASCAR.com. Is conceived February fifteenth, nineteen forty-eight. Okay, I got February twenty-first, nineteen. I also have February twenty-first. <laughs> Old Pit Lizard was so confident. God <laughs> damn it! You have to be shitting me. Cam, are you going to be able to come up with something to decide this, or? I even knew the hotel. It's the Streamline Hotel in Daytona Beach. Unbelievable. Um, I hate myself so much. I don't know if this is the most recent schedule. Oh, okay. So, yes, NASCAR was founded in 1948, but the NASCAR Strictly Stock Division, which is what we consider today's cup car, was started in 49. Um, so you were you were going for the car. Cam went for the organization itself. Yep. So I will I will concede to that one. Yes, it is. It is forty-eight. I'm impressed. My... You were, I'm impressed you were within a year. I had not a clue. Damn it, Cam. What do we got? Um, 
Man. We probably should have came up with some backup like an questions. extra question, yeah. Yeah, for real. Like, what are you looking up? Are you just looking like NASCAR facts or? Yeah. Um, I mean, throw something. We could. One who of us was. All right, here you go. Who was the first driver in NASCAR history to win 20 races in a season? 20 races in a season? <laughs> I'm locked in. I mean, I'm locked in as well. Jimmy Johnson. I was going to say Richard Petty. Richard Petty. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So Van Grohl ended up 11 for 21 to take the title. Petty won 27 in 1967 to win his second championship. He did it again and won 21 in 1971. Um, both times were in the Plymouth. Richard would be the only driver to win 20 races in a season. Let's go. I actually saw that there was a NASCAR season, at least that Richard Petty ran. He had 57 starts that year in the Cup Series. Could you imagine racing that much? What do you got? That's dirt guys. That is dirt guys. There we go. Those of you that are listening, Van Grohl's winner with 11 for 21. Myself was 10 for 21 out of makeshift criteria. And then Cam was six and a half for 20. So that is your trivia. Trivia Let's night. Go. God dang it. That was fun. That was good. That was, that was good. I enjoyed that. We'll have to do a couple of those kind of scattered throughout the year if the opportunity presents itself. For sure. Absolutely. Oh, that was a blast. Did we learn anything though today, fellas? Or we just get pissed off at each other with the questions that we threw at each other? Both at the same time. <laughs> yep. All, yep. All over the place, but good. Yeah. Um, fun. I feel like I could never, I feel like I was never out of it. There's maybe a couple that I threw was thrown just at a dartboard, but I felt like I was never out of it. Um, I feel like I could narrow it down to two, but unfortunately it was never picking the right one. So, yeah, but no, that was fun. I actually, that was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That was a blast. I'm just glad I came out on top. Uh, yeah, typical. That's all I got to say. I'm a champ. Just like Blaney. Oh, my God. Get that off the screen. <laughs> Get that off the screen. Uh, well, fellas, should we uh, wrap her up here? I think we pretty much got it through everything that we wanted to do here. A um, little programming note for everybody. Uh, we are going to take next week off because of Christmas. Just don't know how travel plan, plans were going to go. And, again, just with it being Christmas, we are going to take – uh, Christmas week off, but we will be back the following week, New, Year, New Year's week, I guess you could say. So January 2nd, we will be back. Uh, we'll possibly have to do another uh, preview show or, or figure something out for the Chili Bowl because it'll be the following week after that. Um, so we'll get something put to possibly something put together for that. Keep an eye out for that. But next week or for that week's topic, we're just going to kind of talk about us a little bit. It's going to be kind of a New Year. 
we're going to just kind of tell everybody what, uh, you know, what got us into racing, what keeps us interested, why, you know, what we follow, why we do what we do, maybe a little bit of show and tell as well. If we're, since we're going home, we could bring some stuff home with us. So yeah, it's just gonna be kind of a, a about us and a show and tell. So you get to, you get to know the pit crew a little bit. Yeah, that's gonna be, that'll be fun because I feel like we we just cannonballed in this into this thing and started just blasting out racing content without really introducing who we are, our background, you know, what we're passionate about, all that. So <clears throat> that'll be fun just to do an episode of, um, let you guys see a little bit more of, you know, as the dome did this past weekend, a little bit more of our personality, our character, um, and a little bit of background on us and get to know us a little bit more on a, on a personal level. So yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, should be, should be fun. All came from different spots. We all came from different spots, but most importantly, we all wound up in the same spot. (laughs) This is true for sure. All thanks to a little bit of help from my roommate that, (laughs) you know, hooked, you know, got introduced each other to, to, you know, three of us together and given you two are, brothers but i got introduced to the two of you guys and th- as they say the rest is history from there so for so, sure so no uh, like i said we're gonna be we're gonna be off next week for the christmas week um we'll probably we'll still be active on social so if i was gonna say we're right not now, completely we'll, off yeah we'll we'll <laughs> still be out on the social so keep an eye out as things as things break or things come up we'll definitely be active on there you know, definitely reach out to us too if you are wanting to chat. We're always happy to see what kind of things you got in mind. Um, as always, make sure you comment, like, subscribe. Um, especially if you enjoy the videos that we're putting out. We're always, again, we're always looking for feedback on that. Hit the bell as well so that way you get notified when new con- uh, new videos come out. Check out X, Instagram, TikTok, Yakam. And before you wrap it up, I don't know if you're going to wrap it up, but from the pit crew to you. We wish you a Merry Christmas, and we hope that you get all the racing merch, sheet metal, <laughs> flags. Yes. We hope you get all the racing stuff that you ever wished. Um, subscriptions, you name it. Yeah. Um, whatever's on your wish list for Christmas that's racing-related, from the pit crew to you, we hope you get it, and I uh, want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And also have a happy and safe New Year's. I know some of us can maybe get a little rowdy uh, <laughs> when it comes to festivities. So make sure you have a happy and safe uh, New Year's and Christmas as well. Betcha. So uh, without further ado, again, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks for New Year's. Chili Bowl's right around the corner and get to learn a little bit about ourselves. <laughs>